This is Jimmy and Annette. We want to welcome you to Living Up in a Down World. What do you mean the world's down? What do you mean by that title <laughs> oh, anyway, Miss Annette, Dame Annette? What does it mean that the world's down and we're up? Well, look at what's going on in the economy, in the government, in the weather. <laughs> you name it. The weather? Well, look oh, like at hurricanes. Hurricanes and tornadoes. World events. Devastation, fires. Devastation. Yes, fires. Crazy oh. stuff going on around yes. the world. But there's some good things going on. There is. I, I need to finish this text to Tina. Can I oh, do that real course. quick? Oh, of course. Yeah. Going? Forget the show. Uh, I was texting somebody. I was in the middle. Somebody. I didn't know you were going to start Tina Curry. It. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm letting her know what happened okay. to me today You at the carry gym. on over there. I'm over here. Okay. Just give just me one talk. second. We want to welcome to... <laughs> wow. We want to e- welcome you to episode number 36. We want to thank you for joining us. And we're just... That's our heart. Living up in a down world. It's not fancy. It just means... Living above the line, getting above the fray of the craziness of the world. And, you know, we're not downing the world either. We're just being observant. So it's, well, not, it's not even about putting the world down. We're not supposed to conform to the world. No, but we are to love the world for we God are, so loved the world. He gave. Because we're, no, we're no, no, not, no. We're not in that it, but at not all. Of it, yeah. I thought you were texting. I'm sorry. I am. I just, I, I got. I just started listening. I'm going to mute you. No, you're not. <laughs> I would never no, do that. No, no. No, I will not do that. So, um, yeah, so the whole idea here, and again, thanks for being with us. Our heart is to help, is to live up in a down world. And that means living up because of Jesus Christ and what he's done in our life and is doing in our life and will continue to do. And so that gets us excited. So I start off by making a comment about why is the world down? And that'll join us in a minute. I'm, I'm done. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, let me tell her. Recording you can tell now. Tina, hey, we're recording. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> tell her I said hi, but, um, so we were talking about, you know, the world's down and, and what's going on, but there's some good things happening too. There Auburn is. University. Yes. Which I didn't know about. I Where have I been? Well, you don't do a lot of social media. Well, that's that's why. And that's so true. I saw it and caught it. And actually there was a Fox News report. I think Breitbart did a report Where on it. Where are you several. watching the news online? No, I don't watch the news. I watch, I'm on Instagram and oh, I follow their okay. account. So they have these little snippets. Gotcha. Anyway, and then... Um, uh, Sir TJ the Raffle. No, it wasn't Sir TJ. Was it? No, Sir By His Grace, David Wicker. Yes. Sent me and Adam Curry um, a link to the Fox News. Uh, it's a video showing them That's baptizing right. over 200 college students mm-hmm. on one night because of this worship event that they hosted called, um, I think it was like, uh, uh, like, Auburn United or Unite yeah. Worship, you know Auburn. But anyway, praise I God want, for that. I want to have a huge. prayer night with worship. I know that came it, up. Well, Tom Pugh brought it up. Right, he should be great listening. idea. Hopefully, Tom he'll Pugh. be listening because he listens to our podcast. Yeah, I love that guy. And Tom, here it is. I, I talked to Jimmy about it. He's on board. And now we're saying it across the world All, on the across internet. Across the world. Well, so, because I want no I, I do believe there. with well kidding. with what you're doing. Yes. With the series. Yes. It can culminate in this, yes. and it doesn't have to include baptism. Although I think it should. Hopefully, we'll have absolutely people ready for baptism. But I think we should have a prayer night. Tom and I had already talked about Sunday night would be good. Not this Sunday, but a Sunday night. 
do a prayer night and see. I mean, I if think you that don't, I, I see out. it in my mind too, like a combination prayer worship night. Yes, but the focus not just, just worship because we do worship nights and yes, they're amazing. But just a little bit of worship. No, this one is more focused on prayer. Prayer. Prayer for revival, prayer for spiritual awakening, our nation and the world, not just our nation, but let's start where we live. Our nation right here, we need, now what's happening? We need revival. We need spiritual awakening. We need a sovereign, powerful move of God through the person of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. But what we need and, and what I'm believing for, praying into, trusting God for, asking God for I'm that uh, persistent widow knocking on the door. Yes, you are. Uh, what I'm asking him for is that, and what I'm observing, let me say it this way, is that there are outcroppings happening right now. I mean, what happened at Asbury School, University and Seminary, uh-huh. with that move of God, we've got guys like Sean Foyt and others who are going all over the United States mm-hmm. and having these massive worship events. Then there's spontaneous worship events breaking out everywhere. So I see it like if you were to look over like um, a Google Earth, you know, image, and it, it's like these fires, fires popping up popping everywhere. Up everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I was mentioning to you earlier, it reminds me of thunderstorms, which we have here in Texas, obviously, where sometimes we'll get the, it'll say scat, a chance for scattered thunderstorms. And you may drive through a very small cell and get dumped on with rain like and hail and wind. Yeah, I drove through one of the week. worst storms I've ever driven Thursday. through. Yeah, just a few days ago. That was that was a wild experience. And I've been through some stuff. I've been through tornadoes and everything. This was right up there with them. But it was a small cell. It wasn't even a large thing, and it was isolated. So what's happening with these outbreaks of the, of the move of God is that they're, it's like scattered thunderstorms. It's happening here. It's happening over there. But to me, the, the real <sighs> test is what happens when it's over. Of course. That's to me. That's a of course, given that's to me. The, that's that, right. that bone in me prophet that I have. In you, yes. Okay. I didn't want to say that. But because <laughs> to me, anybody can get up and, 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 and we want them to, to make a declaration and to ask for have repentance, a sing, have a moment. But what are you going to do that's when right. it's quiet? Well, and that's it. That's We want to see people truly born again, born truly of the Spirit, and then discipled. And then mm-hmm. with the expectation that, okay, what's next? I, I, I struggle a little bit with when I see people say, yeah, I want to be baptized. I'm like, well, have you accepted Jesus Christ? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, and then nothing after that. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's there no fires or no excitement. And so there is this sense where. But I think the excitement is waning because of this world, this down world. It can. And I don't know that people really understand there is a real enemy out there called Spiritual Satan, warfare. Lucifer, the devil. And he wants to take you out as soon as you get excited about exactly. the things of God. He comes to do what? Steal. Kill and destroy. Absolutely. That's but it. Jesus flips the script and says, but I came. For life. That life and life more abundant. abundant. You may have it. And so there's this war going on. And I feel like the enemy's desperate. Yeah. I think he really he's desperate. Is. I think these outcroppings and these things that are going on. And two, I think time is short. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know we're one week closer than we were last week, mm-hmm. right? I know that sounds silly, but we are getting closer. As Mr. Chevy, he is restless. going back and forth. I don't know what his problem is. He got up, got down, got He's, up, got down. Did I, did I, did I inadvertently snap my fingers? Probably, <laughs> oh. I may have because that freaks him out. Yeah. Don't yeah, do that anymore. I, I'll try not to snap. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Chevy. Got you all stirred up. He's funny. 
I know. So yeah, so all these outcroppings are happening, all these moves of God, but but they're not a coalesced move. They're here and there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the start. It's almost like you're just seeing the rumbling, sort of like a like a tremors before an earthquake, mm-hmm. you know, plate tectonics, things are moving. I think things are moving mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm and the kingdom of God is is getting ready to invade earth. And mm-hmm. I love that book by Pastor Bill Johnson mm-hmm. many years ago, but fantastic Have book. Have you found that book? Do you have it here? Somewhere? I have it on my Kindle. Oh, but I do have the you book. You do have a I book. I do have it here. I want you to find it. Okay. When Heaven Invades Earth. Mm-hmm. Powerful, powerful book. Talking about the invasion of the kingdom and how we partner and co-labor with God to literally assist Bring in bringing the kingdom. the kingdom here. So what's in heaven and what's not in heaven now invades earth. Right. And so, Which leads us to your message. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> you were on fire so much so that Adam Curry gave you a courtesy call last night. That he was pretty blown away by your fire and, and just the content. And it was very powerful. Thank he you. always... He always compliments oh, you. Oh, he's an encourager, he's, yeah. I don't think he's ever sure. called you and no. encouraged you. It's just, you know, we'll see him the next day or whatever. Great, Or he'll text you. Right. But this time, he had to call. And I was pretty honored, especially coming from him, who's such an amazing um, communicator. And he mm-hmm. called to tell yeah, you how wonderful that was. And yeah. he listened to both of them, first and second service. What I loved about that phone call was that wasn't producer you know, no. it wasn't um, Podfather. No, it, it was, was my friend. friend. It was, it was my friend. friend and my brother in Christ. Who said, I'm actually going to practice the um, the techniques, the, you know, the, Ill- the instructions you gave yeah. according to what the word really means, bringing yeah. his kingdom here. And yeah. man, I, I, I love usually, that brother because okay. I love how he's growing in Christ. Usually after your first sermon. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. That doesn't sound good for no, me. No, it's good. It's good. I'm like, <laughs> that, that was mean? great. But you need, but. You're, are you okay? Because you're not, you don't have, but you literally, this is what people don't understand. Your sermon, first service, can be quite different from second because True. you literally, you exegete your audience. Yes. And you ask the Holy Spirit, what does this group need exactly. versus the other? I don't think people That's understand that. That's why I enjoy listening to both. But usually your first one is your warm-up, and your second one, you just go. Th- yesterday, it was kind of the opposite. It, yeah. Well, actually, it was both just, yeah. just we had so much fire. And it, it was so um, believable and so, I mean, it just it made me... It, we actually practiced what you preached at the altar. All yeah, of the, yeah, the altar, altar call was pretty huge ministers. yesterday. We had it was a amazing. lot of people come forward. Never, I was for there prayer two for ministry, praying yeah. for people. Yeah, I it was mean, beautiful. What? I don't think that's ever happened. Well, Aslan is on the move, as C.S. Lewis wrote There's in Chronicles so of Narnia. Needs. God's yes. moving, and I believe that. Uh, I've been asking the Lord to allow us to be an epicenter of his move mm-hmm. and, um, and whatever it takes, put ourselves on the altar in a very real sense. And you and I have talked about this, but I want to share this with those listening because we have people from all different age groups and demographics that listen to the, to the program. And, and so there are different places in terms of their age. 
Right. So you and I were both 61 years of age. I'm you coming didn't have to say I'm that. saying it out loud. Oh. Why? It's a number. Okay. It's a number. I'm 27 and holding. So, <laughs> um, so we're 61. And so in a very real sense, we, our runway isn't as long as it used to be. I mean, That's true. Yeah, you can. I'm not saying we're seeing the end of it, but I'm saying it's not right. Infinite we're not now. twenty. I felt and infinite could when have I was twenty. A potential sixty, yeah, seventy years left. And right. I acted like I'd live forever. Right. We don't have sixty years. No. Left. So whatever time we have left, my attitude now is: this is where we up our game. We don't diminish. We don't think about retiring. We think about refiring. Mm-hmm. We think about. My mentality is I'm going to slow down and coast over the finish line, whatever that means, retirement at Mm -hmm. 67 or any of that stuff. No, 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 no way. We are running through the tape. We're bringing the kingdom. I'm the persistent widow beating on the door. I'm asking, I'm seeking, and I'm knocking, and I'm going to find. So This reminds me of Charlene. Who's the matriarch oh. of our church who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and my, she, other, my third grandmother. Yes, I mean, think about it. In her late 80s, yeah. she's telling you she's ready to go see Papa. 87. She called um, God Papa till, till the mm-hmm. day of her death. Yeah. But, th- but she was so ready, and you were like, no, you've, God's got a purpose for you. I don't remember if I told that story on here. I may okay, have. Okay, go ahead but and tell the have, story. So the first time I met Miss Charlene was when we first came here to Fredericksburg, Texas. I was working for Dave Ramsey. We lived in Nashville, so we moved to Texas to go to work for Max with Max Ucato. So Pastor Max, Oak Hills Church. So here we are, brand new. It's a satellite church of a larger mega church, a Pastor Max's church. So we're our first day there, you know, as, hey, there's the new pastors, you know, there's Pastor Jimmy and here's Annette. And, and, uh, and I meet the two matriarchs of the, of the church, and that's, that's Barbara Turner mm-hmm. and Miss Charlene. Right. And Charlene walks up to me. She's very thin and frail. She's unstable. And, you know, I mean, I'm like, wow, how old is she? She was 87 years old. And she, not in a mean way, but she, she shook her finger at me, and, which I found out that's just what she does. She does. <laughs> She's old school, precious German lady and fiery. And she, and she says, I'm going home soon to see Papa. And I had to think for, what does she mean? Oh, I'm like, are you, do you have a diagnosis <laughs> or is, are you terminal? And she says, no, but I know I'm ready to go now. I'm ready to go. Her husband had passed. Two. Two husbands. Two husbands had passed. She outlived she had two no husbands. children. No children. No parents. No family. No family. So she's like, no I'm siblings. ready to go. And she wasn't sad when she told me. She was like, I'm so excited about seeing my papa, seeing God, mm-hmm. or my father, Pop, she calls him papa, that she was ready to go then. And about the second or third time I met her, and she she would do that every time I met her. She's going to go home. See, I'm, I was I said, could I see your arm? And I reached down and grabbed her arm. This is really pretentious on my part. But I really felt, I mean, I actually did it before I thought about it. And I checked her pulse. And I said, Miss Charlene, you have a pulse. And she, she looked at me with the funniest look. And, and, and I said, where there's a pulse, there's a purpose. And where there's a pulse, there's still a promise. Mm-hmm. I said, God's not through with you. He's got more for you to do. So let's let's stop talking about going home and let's ask Papa what he wants us to do now until it's time to go home. And that changed. Yeah. That, that one her. statement changed her life forever. Yeah. Because she refired, started a ever? nursing home ministry <laughs> until COVID and then through COVID because yeah. you can't um, visit anyone in the in the 
home, she would go to their window and knock on it and talk through the window and do her little Bible studies. That was amazing. She could not, she became the energizer bunny. I've never she seen anything like it. She could not be stopped. She drug people to that nursing mm-hmm. home and it was a poor nursing home, really in bad shape. Mm-hmm. So no one ever went there. It was kind of like the one you don't go to. Right. And she embraced that. And what's interesting to me is that she was older than most of the residents that she was visiting. Exactly. And she was in worse shape than many of them physically because she had a lot of physical issues. She was in and out of the hospital all the time and the swollen arms and Mm -hmm. just all the stuff, poor things she went through. And yet she had this fire, this passion. She reminded me of Caleb in the Bible. Right. 80 years old and saying, "I'm, I'm as strong as I was when I was 40. And what I think about with that is she knows she doesn't have that much longer because of her age. So instead of sitting back and coasting, she decided, I'm going to go full throttle and do whatever it takes she until I meet my maker. And she did up until, until right before her, her death. She attended every class at the church. She attended, I had started a Wednesday night. Uh, study through. She, she didn't miss. And she never missed. If she missed, we checked on her because yeah. like, where's Miss Charlene? No, she's, she's just late. <laughs> she became truly one of my favorite people. Oh, UPS is here. Oh, good. Christmas time. <laughs> it always it's feels your, like Christmas from UPS. It's your butcher block. Oh, my butcher block. Oh, I'm excited about that. Well, okay, sure. anyway, let's go so, back. Yeah, Miss, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the little uh, brown no, truck excited. out the window. So if the doorbell rings, it just rings. So yeah, yeah it's called the dog life. Oh, he loses his mind, but that's yeah. okay. It's okay. So Miss Charlene caught fire and she started ministering. That wasn't the only thing. She did stuff around the church. She helped in like every ministry. She'd show up. She was up. in both services every Sunday. She never. Oh, that's missed. right. She did. Never. That's exactly missed. right. She. And she would, and yet we can't get people to come up, get out of <laughs> so bed funny. to come to church. What was funny is that she would talk, she would back talk me during the services. Oh, yeah. Not back talk, but she would answer. If I asked a rhetorical question, she, she would, would answer. She would be the one screaming the one that line. answer. Yes. And, and it would, the whole church would just laugh because yes. it's hilarious. I mean, we have a pretty good sized church, 450 people this last Sunday. So, you know, it's not a tiny church. And for her to, she'd just shout out, you know, an answer. I mean, and we, the whole church, adopted her as our mom right? and she adopted us as her children and her family. Mm -hmm. And that was what she said, even up to the very end as of those final conversations. And she would say, you know, this is my family. Mm -hmm. This is bridge church is my family. And she meant it. So we did that, her memorial service on Saturday, Saturday and it was just beautiful it really was one of the better yeah honor where honor is due we had to laugh because she was such a character okay so the last song made me laugh that was funny she she actually planned her own funeral oh yeah and she she wrote wrote her her own own obituary (laughs) it was quite flattering too 94 years old um it was very it was interesting (laughs) it was hilarious and beautiful i learned something about her I didn't know yeah, about her I own father, that her mother died before she was a preteen. Yeah. Her dad raised her. Um, yeah. No siblings. Yeah. I mean, when she passed, all she had was the church. Yeah. How sad is that? I mean, how sad is that for people who don't have the church and they don't have say, anybody? On the other hand, wow. she so adopted the yes. church as her family. And beautiful. there was no question mm-hmm. that Miss Charlene was our matriarch. Mm-hmm. And, and she was a church mama. Right. 
And we need church mamas. We need church daddies too, but we need church mamas. Yes. And so she just adopted everybody who walked through the door. Love and everybody her. adopted love her. People. Everybody. It's like mm-hmm. she, everybody knows Miss Charlene. But what I love about her, again, I'm going to say this because this is what what brought us to this conversation with her was that she knew her time because of her age Mm. was limited. Mm -hmm. So she was going to spend it wisely and do whatever she could for the Lord. Which is why we're going to do the same thing. Yes. Not just to honor her, but that's the model is that you, you run Run through the tape, tape. you finish strong. Mm -hmm. You always kick at the end of a race, whether it's a, cross-country race, a marathon, an Ironman triathlon, mm-hmm. or a sprint, you always kick at the end. And that is that is going to be our legacy, even to our kids and their family, is that, that Pastor Jimmy, Daddy, and Mom ran through the tape. They finished strong. They did not give up right. on, on their call. And Absolutely. so I, I'm anti- back to now our original story. I'm anticipating and praying for and believing for spiritual awakening and revival. So back to your you and Tom's conversation on doing a prayer night pray for revival pray for God we to need sh- to plan it tomorrow I think that's fantastic I so let's bring too. it up our staff meeting tomorrow yeah yeah all definitely. right add it to the agenda because you just don't know what God wants to do and he's just waiting for a willing participant that's, right. that's it and we need to pray specifically as a church mm-hmm. for that and really begin to embrace why not here why not, why not now? now why yeah. not with us come lord jesus mm-hmm. yeah for so, sure super well, excited let's get back to your message because yeah, okay that i love the fact that you're doing um talking about the model prayer which most of us have heard this is just something or 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 have uh maybe learned it as a young person like mm-hmm. you i learned i learned it in in elementary school as well but it didn't become a prayer to me. It was just something I memorized. Right. So I never internalized the words of that prayer mm-hmm. um, until recently. And um, but it's so good to see these um, the people in our church just have these aha moments because they've never. There's so many of us that have been in the same boat. We just have our own little right prayer time that doesn't include the model prayer. And so we don't think about it. The only time we think about it is if, if we're hap- if we happen to be reading in Matthew or Luke, but to me, the way you're um, taking scriptures, a couple of scriptures at a time and breaking it down as to what it really means. I think it's so powerful. What a powerful lesson that you're teaching the body of Christ right now. And we've many pastors have preached this and we've heard pastors um, that have preached segments I was gonna say but not, God's not many you not well I know we've heard yeah, that they have I've had many people in our church say no, I've never heard anyone that's what teach I'm saying. on this but we have heard people that have right, taught right that's true but God's given you this new revelation over our sabbatical and it's lighting you up and boy I mean there about as well been a, a what do you call that a fire a pillar of pillar fire. of fire like right <laughs> over your head. It's like wow. I felt the heat and, and immediately the minute you stepped on the stage first service, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going <laughs> to wow. I, I, it's going to blow me away, and it did. Well, and to back up just a little bit, it does bring us back to you know things that the Lord deposited into us mm-hmm. during our sabbatical. Yes. For those of you maybe your first time listening. We were blessed with the gift of two months sabbatical 
Uh, I've never had one. I've been in ministry 38 years. I've never had a sabbatical. And so it's long overdue. So we received that gift with gratitude, and we did two months of a strategic sabbatical. Now, we didn't go, we didn't, it wasn't a vacation for us, but it was a time of intentional rest, resting in the Lord, being in the presence resting of the Lord. Resting our physical body. Resting our physical body. Mind. But also not squandering this gift. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I made a commitment at the beginning of it that I wasn't going to do any practices during the sabbatical that I couldn't continue after it was over. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to create a mountaintop experience whereby when we get back into the real world, we just go back to being who we were before. Right. I, it, it needed I was, to be a, something that was going to be a huge change in yes. our life, but sustainable. Bingo. Good word. Sustainable sustainable and reproducible mm-hmm. so, yes. so that I could even help others learn from that. So that's leaning into that very quickly on, uh, like just a couple of days into it, I woke up very early, like 5 a.m. And I'm like, Lord, what's going on? I, I, I finally don't have to set an alarm. I'd really like to sleep in. I thought I was going to go back to junior high and sleep till 11 a.m. or something, but that can't, that doesn't work for me. But the Lord began waking me up at every, every day, about 5 or 5.30, sometimes 6, but, but pretty consistently around 5, 5.30. And I would be wide awake, um, clear. In my, you know, sometimes when you wake up, you're in a fog, but I would be clear like, okay, I'm supposed to be awake. The Holy Spirit's doing something. The second or third time it happened, I shared this yesterday, the second or third time it happened, I, I didn't know what to pray. And for whatever reason, the Holy Spirit dropped it in my mind, pray the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Basically, I've given you what to pray. Right. I already gave you a prayer. So I just prayed it, and I prayed it old school. Our heaven, you know, um, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I went right into the King James Version, mm-hmm. 1611, authorized Elizabethan English. Which is English. what we learned. That's what we learned in elementary. The danger sometimes of learning something young and having it as a rote memory type of thing is we learn it so we think we know it, so we we are resistant to teachings about it. Does that make sense? Exactly. We almost become resistant, like inoculated, like a... Like when you get a uh, vaccine or something. Um, and so I think what happens to a lot of people is they, they're like, oh, I know this, you know, and then they'll quote it with you or say it with you in a group or a church or whatever. And we've done it before. And, but we do it without even thinking about what we were praying. When was the last time you who are listening, maybe you know the Lord's Prayer, maybe you learned it as a kid or whatever, or some point in your life. Very few of us ever stop to think, what is this saying, and what mm-hmm. was Jesus' intent? And how did Jesus... So in the Luke version, there's two versions, all right? You've got the Luke version, which is very short, concise, and to the point, which is probably... He's a doctor. Right. That's probably why. And it lines up a little more with the Aramaic language, which is mm-hmm. what Jesus spoke in. Later, it was translate, It was um, written down in Greek when, they, mm-hmm. when Luke recorded it much later. He did it in Greek because that was the language of the whole na- uh, the world at that time. But they spoke Aramaic. He taught in Aramaic. So Jesus teaches it, and it was probably a short form, more, more accurate. And then Matthew's version of it is a little more expanded. It's mm-hmm. a doxology is added at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Right. And then even some of the, there's even some expansions in, in the lines mm-hmm. a little bit. It's not different, and the meaning is exactly the same, but it's just it's a little bit more 
formal. It's a little bit right. more crafted. Right. So um, anyway, there are various reasons for that. No time to do that. But it's important to understand that he gave us this, but he was very intentional in the style of the language and uh, and in the way it was spoken. In other words, um, it's broken down into sections and in various what we call petitions. A petition is like something you lay before somebody as, you know, this is what we're asking for. And yet they're not all petitions. Uh, it's, it's mistakenly labeled. They're actually declarations. Mm-hmm. So in your own prayer life, in anyone's prayer life, we can come to the Lord in a couple of ways. One is we come in the spirit of appeal. We, you know, we come, we ask. We're asking. We're asking yeah. for Ask and keep on asking. Are. The scripture mm-hmm. says just a few verses after the Lord's prayer. The Lord's model prayer is what it really is. It's like a template. But anyway, and so, you know, we're, we're supposed to come. So we come in that spirit of appeal. So we say, Father, would you? Mm-hmm. Father, would you? Or we pray it. Sometimes we say it like I heard it say. People pray like this a lot. Father, we just ask that you would. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's legit too. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's got a little different nuance or style. So it's an ask. It's an appeal. But Jesus, when he released this to them in the Luke version, he says, when you pray, say, because one of the disciples said, teach us to pray like John taught his disciples. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, when you pray, say, not when you pray, ask. And that's very clear in the language. So he didn't say, when you pray, ask this of the Lord. When you pray, say. Which is an imperative. It's an imperative and it's a statement, mm-hmm. a decree, a declaration. And that's why it's written the way it is. And so when you read it, it's not even written in ask form. Have you ever noticed? There's no mm-hmm. punctuation, there's no question mark. It's not even a question. These are statements. They're declarations, and they're based on our identity in Christ and our understanding of our authority in Christ. So we come in, and we come in strong. He's inviting us in to be bold. Mm-hmm. And yet, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone ever pray the Lord's Prayer boldly. Right, because we just kind of pray it just how we've memorized Out of memory. it. And, and obviously, if we're learning it as a child, right. we, we don't, we're not even understanding what exactly. it is. So it has a passive tone. Exactly. So Jesus, he says, you know, he starts off with praise, obviously, our Father in heaven, hallowed. That means holy is your name. Mm-hmm. It's worship. He's, we enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, right? Psalm 100. And so it's just the model of how we enter into his presence, and we do it with this worship and with this heart of 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 gratitude and so that's how you do it and you you use that section as a launching pad to praise him and to worship him so that was week one when we did it last mm-hmm. week this week i came in stronger and it was the second session section of the prayer that says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I told the story about my, one of my spiritual fathers, and it was a mentor to me, um, was pastor and uh, Dr. Jack Taylor. And Dr. Jack Taylor was responsible for, for lighting fires all over the world. Mm-hmm. Brilliant man, prolific author, revivalist. Um, he mentored men like Pastor Bill Johnson, um, Dwayne Sheriff up in Oklahoma. He mentored a bunch of people. And, and he took me under his wing for, you know, part of the season of his life as he got older. And uh, the way he would say it, when he taught this, he taught the fact that it is indeed, what did you call it? An imperative. An imperative. An imperative is a command. Mm-hmm. It's not a question. It's not an ask. It is a command. 
and it's in the aorist tense. And the aorist tense in the, in the Greek language simply means there's no time limit on it. In other words, if there's no time delineation, then it's now. It's present. And so he says this is how it's supposed to be prayed because Jesus said when you pray, say. Mm-hmm. And here's how you say it. So I hope I don't blow a speaker up or okay, anything. Don't. I'll go gentle. But when you come and you say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Which I love. And then you say, Your kingdom, come. Mm-hmm. Your will, be done mm-hmm. on earth as it is in heaven. You got the dog all right. I got, I got Chevy <laughs> stirred up. He's like, uh-oh, am I in trouble? I just hear dad's stern voice. So basically you're bringing down yes. heaven to earth. And whatever, yes. whatever is permissible in heaven is permissible here. And whatever is illegal. illegal should be illegal here. Bingo. The whole idea is that as we pray, as we declare, as we say, as he tells us to say, and he tells us how to say it with this intensity, mm-hmm. then what we do is we thin the veil. There's a veil between heaven and earth, right? It's another realm. And that veil gets thinner and thinner and thinner the more we pound on the door, right. the more we speak, the more we declare. And so I said that the first way to approach God is a spirit of appeal. The second way we can approach God is really a spirit of decree, a spirit of declaration. Mm -hmm. And this is what Jesus intended. This is what he's inviting us into. He says, when you pray, say. Mm, Exactly. Another way you could say it is when you pray, declare. declare. When you pray, decree. When you pray, state. I mean, these are strong words. An imperative is command. Mm-hmm. And there's an expectation of immediate action. Well, and if you think about it, that's anytime we pray, we sh- we, we're supposed to have an expectation of action, whether it's immediate or not. Typically, it's not always because God's never on our timing. Um, and it's never always the way we anticipate it to, to come out. And, um, but... We do need to teach people how to pray with an expectation. Faith. Exactly. Believe. Believe. Why are we praying if we don't believe? And why are we shocked when something happens? Mm -hmm. God's like, well, didn't you pray? So think about it this way. Why would Jesus give us this prayer Mm -hmm. as a declaration? I mean, strong. Strong. You're, You're commanding. You're speaking into the atmosphere. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It doesn't get stronger than that. Right. It almost sounds audacious, which is exactly the tone Jesus mm-hmm. intended. Mm-hmm. So he invites us into this place of boldness. Even in Hebrews chapter four, he says, come boldly before the throne of grace mm-hmm. and there you'll find mercy and grace to help in your time of need. But he invites us to come with confidence, not self-confidence, but God confidence. Well, and if you think about it, I remember as a child, I would, I didn't just walk lightly to go into the room where my parents were. I, I would, bet you didn't. No, I would run in there and interrupt them. I was, it was bold. I was bold. I was audacious. I was excited. It was never. The only time you I came not. creeping, creeping would be if I had shame or right, guilt or sin. Right. But. I was thinking about that earlier about children. You know, mm. he, he says, you know, we, we're to come like a child. Well, think about children. That's the way they come in. Yeah, no boundaries. No boundaries. <laughs> Just come and jump in your Sometimes lap. Sometimes it drives you crazy. They'll come they tackle you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the way God yeah. wants us to come to him. Just come on. I, I love, I remember Alicia when she was oh, in yeah. her 12, 13, 14. 
And we always said that when she walked into the room, all the world's a stage. Yes. It was a production. It still is. It still is. is. (laughs) She's an adult. And she probably won't listen to this anyway because she listens to No Agenda, not us. Thank you for our daughter. (laughs) She loves Adam Curry. She just has a very vivacious personality. She's bold. She's big. That's the way she comes in. But that's how how Jesus invites us. Mm -hmm. That's how God invites us to the throne of grace and Jesus invites us to come in. When you pray, say. Say. And so we, we declare and we speak it. Your kingdom come. Your will be done, be done. And think on about earth the as it words is in heaven. Of the whole prayer as you're praying it, I know you you said this in in church how you know it takes 21 seconds pretty to much pray, yeah, to pray to that prayer, but if you pray it and you're praying it intentionally mm-hmm. for particular um, areas of your life that need prayer. It it could for you. It stretched out about an hour. It's about an hour because it, you before I get out of bed, intentionally put insert yourself or right. people, family, whatever, in the different areas, yeah. and I think that's so. So needed. for an example, because for those of you listening, you're like, okay, well, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, what does that look like? So in a practical sense, it, here's how I do it. So I'll I'll do the first part, which is the worship, right? I, you know, hallowed be your hallowed name, be majestic, your name, you're holy, hallowed, all yes. those things. And then I go into the next section, and I'll state it first. And I'll state it like he told us to state Mm -hmm. it. I'll say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. At that point, I turn my attention. I start with my family because when I I love my family, I'm loving them unto him, right? I'm loving him unto God. So I start with those closest, and then I go out into the outer rings, concentric Mm -hmm. circles. And I pray for my family, my immediate, and then I pray for my extended and I pray for them. I call their names. Now, sometimes the Lord will make me stop on one, and I'll highlight something. Uh, like with our kids, you know, praying through some specific things in our family for them, challenges and you know health. opportunities health and issues. all those things, mm-hmm. health. So, um, so the way it looks or sounds, I'll, I'll say, Father, Abba, call him Abba, Abba Father. It means Papa, Daddy. <laughs> Abba Father, your kingdom come, your will be done in Alicia's life. Just as it is in heaven, mm-hmm. right here, right, right now. now. And then whatever it is I'm praying, I'll just enter into that. And then I'll do that and I'll use that as a as a part of the prayer, like a template, like a setup. Mm-hmm. And I'll do it again. I'll say, Your kingdom come, your will be done in Brandon's life, in mm-hmm. Faith's life, in Chris's life, in Casey's life, in Mark's life, in Alicia's life. And like where someone may be experiencing anxiety. That's illegal in heaven. We won't have any That's of that. Right. There's no tears. Yeah, There's absolutely. no pain. No There's suffering. no anxiety, no depression. And if it's not there, then we need to command it to go yeah. here. That's right. And the, the thing is, is, you know. And we're warring on their behalf. We're warring on their behalf. We're, we're, we're sort of breaking things. We're mm-hmm. like an icebreaker ship going through the Antarctica, you know, the, 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 all the ice in the ocean breaking it up. And we understand that's a process, and it could take years sometimes to get breakthrough on those things. But that doesn't mean we don't pray. Exactly. He invites us in to be bold. And so I do that for my family. And then I do that for friends. I start with my closest friends, and then I do a little concentric circle. I do it with those our team that we work with, our, our shepherding elders and their families. So that's a lot of names. Mm-hmm. It starts to add up. And so no it can, wonder it takes that's my longest just se- an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's my longest section is this section. Mm-hmm. And then you continue through the prayer after that, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done. And then when I then you move into the next section, which is a section for provision. Mm-hmm. Give us this day, day our, our daily, daily bread. bread. 
Now, I'm, I'm going to pause on that because I haven't preached that yet. That's the next Sunday. So I'll be doing that this Sunday. And if you're interested in, in hearing these, you can go to our website at bridgefbg.com. Again, that's bridgefbg.com. We archive all of our messages there. The full service is there, worship's there, and then the messages are there. You just scroll down on the landing page there about halfway. You'll see it when you scroll down, and then you can go back in the archives. And the title of the series is called Lord, Teach Us to Pray. Mm -hmm. And so this was week two. Last week was week one. We kicked it off. And so feel free to, to join us and ride with, along with us. And then we're on YouTube. We're on um Facebook. Uh, Facebook, and then we're on our website live on Sundays. Yes, we stream live. We stream live at 9 a.m. and 10.45. So we stream both services. So two versions of that message, and it's always a little bit different because there's different people there, right. and God's, God's well, ministering to those people. Well, I love that you the Lord to give what, what is needed for that group of people. That's just beautiful. Well, That's if you beautiful. think about it, if it's a different crowd of people, there's, mm-hmm. there's going to be different needs represented, and right. I just trust the Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. He knows each one of them. Exactly. He knows every, every hair on their head's numbered. So he may have something specific for that group or for an individual in that group that he did in the front. So it will come out different, and I'm good, I'm good with that. Well, and I love that because you're not memorizing something. You, no. you, literally, this is off the cuff. Mm-hmm. You you have your points and your scripture, but everything is off the cuff Yeah. because you really trust in, in the Holy Spirit yeah. to speak through you. Yeah, the, the key to that is, is getting your bucket filled. Mm-hmm. And so I spend the week studying. I'm already prepping for Sunday now. I won't write things down until Thursday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, but, but there are, I'm, I'm throwing them all, I'm throwing them all it's in the bucket. Yeah. It's all there. It's all mixing up. It's like simmering a stew for days. And so anyway, all that's coming and it's working. So we want to encourage you. Maybe you've not stopped to think about what would it be like if I prayed the Lord's prayer as Jesus intended? So I want to encourage you to, to go to You can find it in the book of Matthew. It's in the Sermon on the Mount, chapter 6, and it starts in verse 9. Yep. In this manner, therefore, pray our Father in heaven. So go to verse 9, Matthew chapter 6, and and go down there and just highlight it in your Bible Mm -hmm. or put a mark there and start praying through it. And then ask the Lord as you pray, as you go through these different lines and sections, how do I I pray for that and how does that apply to my life? There is a great app I want to recommend. It's called The Inner Room. It's put about put out by Pastor Pete Gregg out of the United Kingdom. He's a pastor there, but he's also a prolific author and just a great guy. And he uh, they started the 24-7 prayer movement 21 years ago, like just a few weeks ago. They had their anniversary, 21 years. It's been going 24-7 prayer. And uh, they have a school and they have all this stuff happening. But they got a they have a fantastic app. So you just download it, and then it actually walks you through praying the Lord's Prayer. You do it in the morning, and then at noon, you pray for those who don't know Christ, for the loss, for evangelism. And then at night, it has a signal for you. You can set it up on your phone. It triggers triggers you to pray a prayer of gratitude for what God did throughout the day. So you've got morning, noon, and night prayers. It's a beautiful app. It will help you. But it also, they break down the Lord's Prayer similar to what I'm doing, not as detailed, but it's really helpful. And that's actually what launched me into is that second or third day praying the Lord's Mm -hmm. Prayer because I had looked at that app and saw the breakdown of the Lord's Prayer, and it triggered me. Right. That morning, and that so that was what kicked it off for me. And it is, and I will tell you, 
I'll tell you, Annette and Chevy, <laughs> um, it has changed my life. Well, it's and now changed my prayer life. We, I wake up and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then I do the very same thing because, you know, I, when I saw what it was doing to you and how it was ministering to you, obviously, we're one. I have to do the same thing. So we are one. That's it. for sure. I love it. By the way, you're stunning today. Oh, thank you. I mean, although it. I hurt myself, really you did bad hurt your today. back at the gym today, and I had to help you a little yes. bit. You're going to be good. We prayed for it. You we know called what was in interesting? Heaven on earth. I I was picking up a 32 pound weight to I put it was, on. No, 45. Oh yeah, you're Honey, right. It was a 45. It was. Plate. It was you 45. Should not be doing that. I know. Well, but I work out every day. I know. But I picked it up from the. It was almost on the ground. Right. That's and why you had to bend over. To put it on a leg press. I do this at least twice a week. And um, you twist it a little I, bit when, when you I, it. Somehow when I twist, I felt that hook. And boy, did it mm. hurt. I had to summon you over yeah. to come it help me. Nobody else away, was around it? to see. It just takes your breath away. When I happens. was in so much pain. I said, yeah. I'm done. I can't even work out. Walked into the back room of Planet Fitness and sat on the couch, and I sat there and prayed. I was the only one back there, and I started stretching my legs and my back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? No. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. I'm going to get up, and I'm going to complete you. my workout. That's how you apply the Lord's Prayer in a real life That was situation. what I did. And you know what? Excellent. I was able to to go back. You, you saw me walk in. You're I like, did. what are you doing? I, know. I'm I was like, like I told you to go rest. I no said, matter what. Yeah, and I did. I wasn't able to do everything I wanted to do because of my back. But you pushed through. But I pushed through. I thought, no, um, no, Satan. You gave you it can't to the Lord. Yeah, not today, Satan. Well, and the thing is, is we had been, we haven't been able to work out in the last few days because of the various, funeral. And yes, we've been so busy. Day. And uh, I was so looking forward to today. And boy, I knew that was the enemy's saying, "I'll just take you out, mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll just waller, you know, on the ground like you're nothing, <laughs> you know." And I'm like, no, 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 yeah, Satan. You were strong. You stood up. I was up. strong. But you leaned into, and, and that's an application the prayer, of the yes. Lord's Prayer right there. The beauty of it is, is people go, well, I don't know how to pray. Well, Jesus told us how to pray. He told yes. us what to say. So you don't have to figure out and, and come up with something mm-hmm. and try to wing it. And there'll be a time when you can. You branch off. You learn as you grow in your prayer life. But go back and redig the well, so to speak. Yes. Uncover that Absolutely. well that the enemy's covered up so it's no longer producing. And let it produce life in you. That's our encouragement to mm-hmm. you is to lean into. You now know what to do. The first section is praise. So praise God. Worship him. Put on some music. Let it help you worship. Mm-hmm. Or, or listen to something that, that turns your eyes to him. Or declare, Lord, you're amazing. You're awesome. Think about how if somebody was praising you, what it would sound like, and then say it to the Lord. You're awesome. Man, you're something else. I mean, praise him. Lift him up. You don't have to get fancy with it. Then the second section, your assignment for the week, I'm giving you homework. All over the world, you get homework, is to declare your kingdom, put a comma there, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I always kind of add right here, right now. Right, there you go. Now, right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And declare it and understand you're lining up with the very will of God. And when you line up with the will of God, he likes to answer those kind of prayers. He does. So I want to give you that assignment this week. Work on that. We'll may unpack some more next week. I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Stay with this because we want to encourage you. We have some people to thank. We sure do. We've got some nice notes, letters, 
different things, but I've got some boostograms. So how about I share that? Okay. First of all, just so you know, we work on a system called value for value. And all that means is, is that if you like what we're doing, if it's adding value to you, if it's encouraging you, then you can add value to us. Simply add that back. It's that, that give it, you know, pay it forward mentality simply by doing a boostogram. And you can do that on uh, podcast 2.0 platforms, such as Fountain is our favorite. That's my go-to and the one I use. So you can go to Fountain and you can actually give Satoshis, which are Bitcoin. It's so easy to do. It's explainable when you get there, but you can actually get a, become part of that. You can listen to our show on that and do boostograms. And it's a way of encouraging us to keep doing what we're doing. And we love what we're doing because we care about you. So here's some boostograms. Uh, we've got, I'm just going to read them in order from backwards to forward. So this is really cool. Dave Jackson, his school of podcasting. Dave Jackson is a powerhouse in the podcasting world. He's probably taught more people how to podcast than anybody else in the podcasting world. Even Adam Curry, the podfather himself, was like, he's probably taught more people about podcasting than I have. Wow. So Dave, I want to say thank you. He says, I'm a new listener via Curry and the Keeper. That's Adam and Tina Curry's um, podcast, which we encourage you to check out, Curry and the Keeper. It's awesome. He says, new listener via Curry and the Keeper. Are your sermons available online? Dave Jackson, School of Podcasting, they are. You can go to bridgefbg.com, and all of our messages are there. He said, I'd love to hear the Teach Me to Pray series. See you at Spark, Dave Jackson, School of Podcasting. So we're going to the Spark Conference, the Spark Ignite Conference. What is that, Annette? Um, It is a conference for Christian podcasters. podcasters. Yeah. Yeah. We're on. going in two weeks. Yeah, it's put on by Misty Phillips. She's a podcaster as well, and they do this big gathering in Houston. Uh, Adam and Tina Curry will be there. We're going to be there. What are you showing me? Just a, a PayPal. Oh, cool. Thanks. Oh, that's sweet. And so, Dave Jackson, I'm looking forward to meeting you. We will see you there in Houston in what, three weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Wow, it's coming fast. Yes. We're going to have a great time with that. We've been nominated. For new Christian podcast of the yeah, year. Yeah, thank well, you. So thank you, Podfather. hundred other people. So. <laughs> it's okay. But that's okay. Hey, just to be nominated is hey, great. And thank great. you, Adam Curry, our executive producer, <laughs> for nominating us. And we it's just a joy to be there. Mm-hmm. We're excited. He's going to do, he's going to be speaking. He's he a keynote speaker. He is. So we get to go with and him. There's lots and of hang classes out. that we'll be attending. Yeah, I'm excited. Just to get some, some good topics, good, too. Good information on But also, best we're going to meet a lot of podcasters that are doing what we're doing. And right. so. It's beautiful. Sir TJ, the wrathful. He says, thank you for the weekly encouragement. And then he says this, my brother, Ben Dorfell, has some worship songs on value for value. I think, oh, and this is what Adam was telling me. He's playing those on Boostagram Ball. Mm -hmm. Check out Boostagram Ball. You can Google it. You can look it up. Uh, it is a, a new platform that Adam Curry and, and some of his friends have developed so that uh, they it's a music platform through podcasting. And he does a full hour show. It's like a DJ. Uh, I think he's got eight of them done now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's brand new. And you can, if it's value for value, and they're just bringing in all these artists that maybe aren't signed on a major label. I mean, the few that are dying. It's, it's a hard business, but he's actually creating a platform so that people who do their music can be heard. And it's a great program, and he is so in his lane when he's mm-hmm. doing that. So, Sir TJ, thanks for the reminder on that. And he says this, that his brother, Ben Dorfel, has some worship songs. Adam did tell me, I think on our bro date last week, <laughs> that... Uh, that this is the first that his brother Ben is the first, first Christian, Christian artist. worship artist mm-hmm. that he's had 
on Boostergram Ball, and he's so excited. And he wants more Christian artists to hit him up and get their music on the podcast index so that they can, he can play their songs and encourage them, and they get paid for it, which is really it. cool. I love it. Julie Herbert, I think this was last week. Yeah, that's going back. So let me move over to this. So this is from uh, Fountain. We got a, oh, we got a, a boostergram from one Adam Curry. Oh, of course. You're so funny. <laughs> Adam, bringing in the striper boost. I'm not going to do this special effects today, but Adam, thank you so much. You're such a, bl- a blessing Tina. to us. Uh, she didn't boost <gasps> us this week. Remember, she was out of town. Oh, she was. She was out of town. She, she has an excuse. That's all right. And so he, she's he, mad at me because I haven't <laughs> boosted them. But I, like you know, I said, but you're I'm boosting doing it for you. For, I'm yes. making up the difference. Yes. So he just wrote forever radiant because I was talking about how yes. how our faces are radiant, radiant. when we look to God. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. We love you, Adam. And then Heather Thomas. This was today. It came in, and she boosted this. Said Pastor Jimmy, yesterday's sermon really resonated with me. This is what we were talking about mm-hmm. today. I watched it again this morning. Looking forward to tonight's show. Bless you both. Those we love, and especially those who have yet to find salvation. Oh, Heather, thank you so much for the boost and the encouragement. And we are here to encourage you and to, along with you, pray the Lord's Prayer over the lost, yes. over those who don't know yes, Christ. Yes. Let's pray together for revival and spiritual awakening here in our world and in our time. And then I've got a PayPal donation. By the way, if you don't do you know, Satoshis or Bitcoin, you can go to our website, and here it is, livingupinadownworld.com. You can listen to all of our podcast archives there. I do a daily blog devotional that I post on all kinds of social media platforms, but I post it on there every day. You can write us an email. You can leave a review, or you can give a donation, value for value. And so this is, I'm looking to see, oh, David, David Wicker. Wicker. David Bro, I, I want to meet blessing. him in person. Next time you come through the Hill Please Country, which he came here. and saw know, Adam and, and Tina, him. and we did not get to meet him. We Dave, were out of town. We want to meet you. So appreciate your your almost daily emails. By the way, he's the one who sent me the link right, to, to the, the Auburn. Auburn Revival. Yes. And so I'm just entering in with Dave and others. But thanks for the donation, Dave. We, bl- we bless you, man. And thank you for blessing us. And we're in this thing together. But let's everyone listening want to ask a favor. These, these outbreaks of revival that are happening all over, I want to invite you to enter in with us to pray for revival and spiritual awakening. You may not be someone who prays a lot, but all you have to do is say, God, God, would you bring revival mm-hmm. to our land? Yes. Would you wake us up so that we can see you? Would you bring spiritual awakening? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just talk to him. He wants to hear from you. And so join us. We're praying, and we're not going to stop praying because we're going to see it in our lifetime. We've seen outbreaks of it in various points. I've shared some of those stories. And once you get a taste of what God can do and you see lives changed and transformed, you'll never be satisfied for less. Right. It kind of ruins you. It does. (laughs) In a good way. Which is why we want to see it again. Yes. Do it again, Lord. Do Do it it again. again. Amen. Anything else on you? that's good. Annette, you're Um, such a fireball. Well, I just, I got it from you. You're fire. I love it. (laughs) Uh, You're fuego. I love it. Well, listen, we want to say thank you for joining us. We love you guys, and we want you to be living up in a down world with us now. Spend some time praying the Lord's Prayer all this week. We love you. We'll see you next week.